Good day, saints. Today is Sunday, March the 13th of 2022. I am the host and teacher of Learning Bible Truth Ministries, Dr. Kamala D. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God and, and bless the name of the Lord for this beautiful day and for giving us another opportunity to share with you his living word. Now, of course, I am on break. I will be returning next Saturday to share a three-part series with you entitled, Why Do Christians Die Before Their Time? So I have been studying, pulling scripture, and feeding my spiritual man. Yes, just like we need physical food for our physical body, we need spiritual food for our spiritual body. And that is our spirit man. So I cannot share with you a message if I do not feed my spirit the word of God. So today I will be sharing a message by my friend whom I have been listening to for 40 years, Bishop Fred A. Codwell Sr. And that message is entitled, The Works of Faith. So I want you to sit back and listen and enjoy this short but powerful message. James Brown, I'm James. James chapter 2, the second chapter of the book of James, verses 17 and 18. When you get there, say, I have it. Today I'm going to be talking about the works of faith. The works of faith. How do you know you have it? What are you doing with it? In the book of James, chapter 2, verses 17 and 18, you'll find these words. Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. The works of faith. It's very important that we all understand that real faith. Somebody say real faith. Real. Now you got to remember everything that's real, it has a fake part that's disassociated with it, but it presents itself as being the real deal. But in order for the real deal of faith or anything else, a real $20 bill, uh will expose a counterfeit. That's, that's the way that God set his system up. And God said, let there be light. And God saw that the light was good. So whatever God has is true. Whatever the enemy has is pseudo, is fake. So we got a lot of folk running around here today talking about they got faith in God. Well, you see now, you got to understand something about the phrasing of the word faith. Because if you were to ask the average person, what is your faith? Oh, I'm a Methodist. Oh, yeah. I'm a Catholic. That's, that's what they say, and that's what they equate to their faith as being. Oh, I'm a Baptist. That's my faith. But that's not what the Bible is addressing here. The Bible is addressing real faith. And real faith 
is accompanied by real works. Okay? Now, this is the tricky part. If a person says that I got works and has no faith, then his stuff is still void. If a person says, I have faith, but I don't have no works, his stuff is void. Counterfeit. So real faith is accompanied by real works. If there are no works, then that faith, as it relates to that individual, is not real. If there are works and no faith, then the works don't mean anything because they are not done in faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, so when we talk about the works of faith, we're talking about the individual who really has faith and is doing the appropriate thing with the faith that he has. If a person says that I have faith, then anyone ought to be able to say to that individual, well, then show me your works. Well, I don't go to church. I don't tithe. I don't witness. I don't treat people the way I want to be treated. You are fake. There's something wrong with you. Because here James tells us, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. And so it is when the spirit and the soul leaves the body, that body is dead. It can't walk, it can't talk, it can't breathe, it can't do anything because what? The spirit and the soul has departed, so that body is dead. So the body of truth that we say that we are running around here with, and we have no works to back up what we say, then we're just talking. So faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Now, the tricky part is this. If a person says, I'm a seven-day Adventist, and I go to church uh, on a Saturday, and I have works, and I go in on Friday so that by 6 o'clock on Friday, I'm in my house by the Sabbath day. Okay, that's what a person says. And, 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 and I'm doing all my works, and I'm at the Salvation Army, and I'm feeding people for Thanksgiving, and I'm, I'm giving the shirt off my back and all that. That can't save you. Amen. For we are saved by grace through faith. And that grace and faith is not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, listen, and not of works, lest any man should boast. And we're going to take a look at Abraham before we leave. And we're going to see that Abraham faith had faith, but he also had works. So if we say that we have faith and we don't have no works to back up our mouth, then we're just lying. That's, that's what it amounts to. Okay? So, again, James 2 and 17. Even so faith. If it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yeah, a man may say that you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. Show me your faith without your works. You say you have faith, show me what you're doing with it. Take me to that place where it's working for you. 
if, if you can't take me to the place where it's working for you, then that means that, that you can't prove it. And if you can't prove it, then all things being equal in this context is not real. Person can jump, shout, scream, turn over the pews in the church and, and say, God done taught me. And, and, and I just went out under the spirit. Okay, you do that every Sunday. I want to go to finance and know whether or not you're a tither. That's what it comes down to. See, pe people don't like real talk in these strange days. They got all that faith to go to Walmart, but not to come to church. And they have no idea how much of an affront and an offense that is to Almighty God. God is offended by that. So we have to understand that all this talking and no works to back it up. No Bible works to back it up. That's a hypocrite. All right. Verse 18. Yea, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show you. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. I'll show you my faith by my works. Now, whether it's financing, is here. That's what I. That's what I brought. And and if it's faith and love, that's that's what I brought. I'm not perfect. I'm still growing. None of us are perfect. But you ought to have. Listen, if I rushed upon you and you sitting at your kitchen counter eating a honey bun, and you put the last piece in your mouth. Because you think I want some. Don't you think it ought to be at least a crumb on the counter? <laughs> Don't you think it ought to be some evidence that you have been eating something sweet? There need to be some proof. Tell your neighbor, you need to prove it. Okay, now, now, now watch this. When, when, we, when we talk about showing faith, drop down to verse 20, James 2. But wilt thou know, O vain, empty man, that faith without works is dead. Okay, now, won't, don't you know this? That faith without corresponding action is graveyard dead. So as we talk about the works of faith, there are some things that should accompany faith. Now about it, these three, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. But show me your faith. Show me your faith without your works. It's impossible. Now, if you want to show me all this work that you've done and you don't have faith in God, all that work anyway is going to be destroyed. And then not only that, we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace. And we're to be careful to maintain good works. Abraham is utilized here is it an example? But before we get there, no, I need to go on the way I'm here. Okay, verse 21, we're going to take a look at Abraham's works. Because there's people always trying to put a pit Peter against Paul. You know, Paul said this. You know, well, Peter said that. Let me, let me save you some time. This Bible never contradicts itself. Amen. Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So if they had a different message to convey... As Peter did, Peter was the apostle to the Gentiles. 
Paul was a Jew. But also, he was uh, the apostle to the Gentiles. So Paul says, for by grace are you saved through faith, in that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, and not of works, lest any man should boast. And then some smart songwriter said, if salvation was something that money could buy, the rich would live, and the poor would die. Just like the situation right here in Shreveport. A lot of white folk getting vaccinated. I don't know why they're doing it. Because they say that it doesn't affect them. This is supposed to be a black folk disease. So they're lying because they works. They're doing the opposite of what they say they believe. So, so, so Abraham here, going back up to verse 20, but without no old vain man or empty man, that faith without works is dead? That's a question. Don't you know that faith without works is dead? What does that mean? You're just talking. You're just talking. And James wants to know, don't you know this man? All the talk you doing. And you don't even take care of your family. You don't even pay your taxes. But you're a deacon at the church. You know, not here. I'm just, that's just an illustration. <laughs> Let's look at our father Abraham. Now, you already know about how Isaac came about. That wasn't just overnight. That was a situation. God is working with some of us in here and has been doing it for a long time. And, and we are just now dropping some stuff off. Um, you know, we, we, we the fool the folk. We got the folk thinking we wrote the 13th chapter of the book of Acts. But you know. So so what happened in verse 22, seest thou how faith wrought with his works, talking about Abraham, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which saith. Now now you can look at this. God using his human man to fulfill his holy word. And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God. Somebody say received. received. That's what it's saying. He didn't reject what God was telling him. He received it. See, that's why a lot of times when, if, if we commit a sin and we come to church and, and, and somebody's talking about it in Sunday school, or etc., we immediately get offended. And they're getting offended, get rid of it. So Abraham, right here, what Abraham, the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God. That means he received what God was telling him, and it was imputed, uh, added unto his account, imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. See, so when you deal with God in faith, you did it with, okay, here comes the heathen. Here's the heathen. He hears the gospel. He accepts Jesus and he's born again. And the same moment he's born again, he's also declared righteous. He's justified. 
What justified him? His faith. What did he respond to? What he heard. He believed that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. He believed it to the point that he did what? Called on him. Called upon him. See, so I want us to understand, believing is just one side of the coin. Belief in faith, faith moves us to act upon what we say we believe. So if we just say we believe and then there's no action or there's no work, then that, that, that's void. Okay? So then, uh, Abraham was a friend of God. In verse 24, you see then that by works a man is justified or declared righteous and not by faith only. Now, a whole lot of folk have tried to make James and Paul argue against one another. They're not. You have to understand how this is being said in context. In context, Abraham is used as an illustration to show that he just wasn't a talking head. When God came to him, he believed the report, what God wanted him to do, and then he acted upon that. You got to show not to be acting. You, you got one son, you're going to take him up there to kill him. Because God told you to. That's faith plus works. Now watch this. He was justified because he believed. It was an act of faith because he acted upon what he said he believed. Now if I say Jesus come to my heart. And I make that confession here in the middle of this church or what we know to be a church, where we come together. But you don't ever see me here. I'm over there with the Muslims. It's something wrong. So then, all right. In verse 24, you see then that by works, a man is justified and not by faith only. So a man is justified by works and not by faith only. In other words, we're justified by faith, not works. But James' argument here is this. Because it all started, and I'm, I'm going to show you where it started. Go back to verse 14 so we can understand the context. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food and one of you say unto them depart in peace be ye warmed and filled notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body what doth it profit that's the argument here a brother or sister that's naked or destitute of things, and they come to you and say, Brother, my, I'm, I'm hungry. I, I, I don't have no food. I'm, you know, and James says, You say to, to your brother, You're going up the road, you know, Lord, work it out. No, I'm praying for you. And you got $2,000 in your pocket. That's the argument. James says, If you got faith, then show me your works. You could help this brother, but you won't help him, but you want to pray for him. Say no. Then he brings Abraham in. Say now, if Abraham was just a talking head, 
And when God told him to take his son Isaac up there, if he had not done that, then his works would not have justified. See, our works declare who we are. I can sit up on that one. <laughs> our works declare who we are. I remember one time a woman came to me and said, Pastor, may I ask you a question? I said, yes. No, it ain't the one y'all think it is. I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, you can ask me a question. She said, well, something happened in my house last night, and I'm confused by it. I said, what happened? She raised up her glasses, and her eye was black. I said, so what's the question? She says, I'm confused. I say, confused by what? She said, my husband hit me in my eye. He jumped on me. But he said, the only reason I got a black eye is because I ducked in the wrong direction. Now, that's a true story. So now, is that love? Is that hate? What is that? See, love, lo love and faith, all, faith works by love. Yes, so when we take a look at what we are saying over against what we are doing, then the proof of who we are is seen in what we're doing. Yes. Not what we're saying. That's what James' whole argument is mm -hmm. about. So when Paul says, for by grace of you say, that's true. And James says, you, you're justified by works. In other words, they're saying the same thing. If you say you're born again, then show me your good works. That's what it is. You got it? Okay, now, the, the foundation of faith is God's word. And, and I really wanted to talk to you all about a whole other uh, 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 circumstance today. I wanted to talk to you all about the deliverance of faith. And, and how f deliverance works in the midst of faith. It all goes back to what we're talking about right here today. The works of faith. The works of faith brings deliverance. Well, if I say, by his stripes I believe that I'm healed. When I say I believe it, that means I received it. You ever talk to someone and, and you're looking them in the face and they still got that question mark on their face? That means that they, they either not believe in you. Or they don't want to hear what you got to say. Or they want you to get up out of their face so you can not remember the question mark. Here's the point. When the Lord is talking to us, he's already declared our deliverance in his word before we ever got to the point that we need manifested deliverance. If, if God says by the stripes put on the back of Jesus... We are healed, and if the word says that, then the foundation of our trust in God for what we need is based in his word. And so God is saying, okay, you believe me? Now let me see you move your right leg that you couldn't move. Let me see you add some works to your faith. I woke up this morning, I was so stiff. I like a piece of cardboard trapped in a in a file cabinet. Well, 
I don't walk on that walker anymore. But I keep it nearby. So this morning when I got up, first thing I reached for was that walker. Because yesterday I did some exercise. See, and I already know my body by now. It, it want to charge me for working it. So once I got started on that walker, it didn't take long. Body heated up and I went on by my business. But I wasn't going to get up and fall. So, so, so here's the point. The foundation of what we need is in God's word. And whether or not we believe it or not will be seen by what we do. Okay? God is not against me taking an aspirin. Mm -mm. But what's the use of taking an aspirin and I don't believe it's going to work? So I have to have faith and works working all the time. The foundation of faith. Okay? What I, say these words back to me. What I believe, what I, believe. I receive. If I don't receive, I don't believe. Case in point, y'all going over to Romans chapter 10, I'll meet you over there. If, if a person comes to you and say, look, now this is going to sound terrible, but you know, I'm just using this as an illustration. Somebody come to you and they, uh, or they call you and say, look girl, I just passed your house and it's on fire. Now that, that's a terrible illustration, I'm sorry. But you say, who is this? The voice on the other end say, say uh, this, is, this is Stella, your, your neighbor. You say, you, you say what? You say, I just passed your house and your house is on fire. You say, well, look, don't be called here clowning with me. Get off my phone. Bye. You didn't receive none of that. You don't believe that. So what you don't believe, you don't receive. But let's flip the script. Hello, who is this? This is Stella. Girl, I just passed your house. Your house on fire. Who is this? This your neighbor down the street. Your house on fire. You going to jump up. You going to grab your purse. You going to run to your car. You going to crank it up. And you going to get over to your house. And you going to find out that it's not on fire. Now that's what you call a cruel joke. But people do stuff like that. But here's the point. You would not have gotten up, gotten your purse, got your car keys, got to your car, cranked it up, and went to your house if you didn't believe it. Well, if I believe that, that, that I can do all things through Christ, that's what I believe. I need to have some corresponding action to back up what I say I believe. That's how it works. And now here come the devil, got us in our feeling. I don't feel good. Faith ain't got nothing to do with how you feel. Faith has to do with what you believe. And what you believe by faith is determined by what you act on. You know, you got to have faith to give God your money. And then not only that, you don't even see him. Think about it. We're in here. Prayers have gone forward. Teaching have gone forward. 
we believe we're in the will of God. And we still haven't seen it. That's what faith is all about. Not waiting to see so you can say. But believing so you can see. Okay. All right then. Uh, Romans 10 and 17. Are you, are you there? Now watch how this works. Verse 17 says what? Read it out. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then faith comes by hearing. Notice what it does not say. It does not say by what I have heard. See, it's the Holy Ghost's job to bring back to our remembrance things that we have already been taught, things that we have heard. So now watch this. This is another place. Hebrews 10, I'm sorry, Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is. Faith is. So what I need to do in my life, since I can't live all my life in one day, and I'm, I'm, I'm into this Christian walk pretty close to 46 years, 46, 47, something like that. You just can't live it all in one day. But as we go and as we are challenged by things, <clears throat> death in the family, loss of job, bankruptcy, uh, burglary, uh, covid just name it, the list goes on and on and on. So God says, what is your response to this situation? Or we might want to put it like they used to do it in days of old. Is there any word from the Lord? <laughs> yeah, what's that word? Having done all to stand, stand. That's an everyday word. That's a rhema word. So faith comes by hearing, right? And hearing by the word of God, right? All right, look at verse 9, same chapter, Romans 10. The ninth verse says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, unto justification. That's with the heart. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. All right, stop right there. Anybody in here had breakfast this morning? Because he ain't. Okay. All right, when you're hungry, you eat air pudding. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what they used to say back in the day, baby. You just got to eat some air pudding right here. Food basically goes into our mouth and we emaciate it. We chew it up. Then it gets into the belly. That's the way God's word is designed to work. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, confess is the homologio, say the same thing that God says. What does God say about poverty? Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper. To confess with the mouth and believe in the heart, which is your belly. So what we eat is what we become. If you eat fear all day long, you're going to have a life filled with fear. If you eat faith all day long, then you're going to have a life filled with faith. 
that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, in your spirit, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So believing is receiving. Say that back to me. Okay. So now, since believing is receiving, then what I say that I believe, I'm going to act upon. So the foundation of faith is God's word. That would never change. His truth endureth to all generations. Every generation. And God has never left himself without a witness. Okay. So, if, if, if you look at, so you have to eat it to believe it. You have to eat it to believe it. Okay? We're not eating no imaginary biscuits, imaginary sauces and syrup. What we're eating is real. And it's God's word. So it gets in the mouth first, then it gets into the belly. Once it gets into the belly, then it comes back through the mouth. So faith comes by hearing. Even you hearing what God is saying to you by repeating it. We live in a day right now. Well, a lot of people, because they've been cooped up in the house for one year, they're really now, really talking to themselves. Now, girl, where's that? Where, where did I put that pen? Where, where, where is when? Yeah. So God says, give me back what I gave you. Amen. Confess to me what I just said to you. Mm. Say to me what I just said to you. Mm. And while you're saying it, then believe what you're saying. And if you believe what you're saying shall come to pass, then you're going to have whatever you say. Don't shout me down when I'm teaching good now. Come on. <laughs> All right, now, look in verse 10. For with the heart, that's the spirit, man believe it, there it is again, unto righteousness, a justification, a redemption. That's with the heart. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation, unto healing, unto prosperity, unto deliverance. See, he, here it is. I just got a few minutes left. But before I do that, let me conclude this. So then, uh, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Verse 11, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth, on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Ain't no two ways to get saved. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all. Rich unto all that call upon him. Rich means he's ready to hear you talking. And whatsoever, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is an area of salvation. Now salvation that salvation, deliverance, uh, the Greek word sozo, all of that leads to deliverance. So then, if a person says, no, let me use, let me use a, a, a live illustration. The three Hebrew boys. I'm talking about uh, the works of faith and I'm talking about the faith that works. 
They were faced with a dilemma. And God was not going to rewrite no man law because God is the one that instituted human government. So because they did not bow, that was the law. When you hear the sound of the music, you know, before Michael and Whitney come on stage, you bow down. So the three Hebrew boys said, I know, mm -mm, not going to do it. So, O King Nebuchadnezzar said, I'll tell you what, who does not bow will be thrown into the burning fiery furnace. Now, now watch this. This is, this, is, this is the blessed part right here. In a time of crises, you can tell who you're really dealing with. Well, saints, uh, that is basically the end of that message. And I must say, I had not listened to it all the way through before I recorded it. So um, many of you may may not like Bishop Codwell's delivery because sometimes he annoys me. But I want you to listen to the message. Now, the story about the three Hebrew boys is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is in Daniel's uh, chapter six, 16. Now, those three Hebrew boys refused to bow down to a man-made statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had his people make. And, you know, the apostle said we ought to obey God rather than man. But God protected those boys. They refused to bow down because their faith was in the true and living God, not a man-made statue. So if you want to read about that, you can go to Daniel chapter 16. And you can, you know, pick some things out of this message that may have resonated with you. Or if you need more clarification, because one thing about Bishop Caldwell, his people know him well and they know what he's trying to communicate. And so do I. So if you have any questions or, you know, uh, you need more clarification about something he said, just go ahead on and, and, and shoot me an email. I'll respond to you. So with that said, I will see you next week when we delve into why Christians die before their times. Yes. So until then, treat everyone you encounter with compassion, dignity, and respect and show a little love. If someone needs uh, some help and you have the means to assist them, please do it. If you are a Christian, that's what you would do. See, that's, that's where the works come in at. It's not for salvation. I can clarify that right now because uh, the difference between James and Paul, because they never contradicted one another. Paul tells you it is by grace you have been saved. It is by grace through faith and not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. What James is saying, you may pray for someone that comes to you and say they are having a difficult time. If you say, I'm going to pray for you, you go in peace. The apostle James is saying, uh-uh, uh-uh. If you are saved like you claim to be and you have money in your pocket and you have the means to pay this person's light bill, you should pay it. So you can't say go in faith and you don't act on your faith by helping this individual. If you say go and be warm, no, you need to give them a coat to put on for them to be warm. That's the type of works that James is talking about. 
Because if you read the book of James, which I, I've read it several times, he is talking about uh, you have not because you ask not. He's talking about that type of faith. If you want a new job and you sitting at home telling my Lord, I, I pray that I, I get a job. I'm not working right now, but you haven't filled out any applications. That's where your work's coming at. You need to go and fill out some applications and then God will work on your behalf. Through your faith, believing that God will choose the right job for you and you will get that phone call. That's the difference. So, Saints, I'll talk to you guys next week.